Hello, hello. I'm Dr. Tyra Hodge. Today I'm here with Kathy Church. This is the second season of our teacher devotional. And this year we're calling it Setting the Stage because, because of everything that we've had to go through with this COVID epidemic, um, all the changes our nation had to go through. I know knew that when we we have to go in back into the classroom, I'm sorry I'm getting all tongue tied today, that we would have to set an environment for our students that was conducive to their learning, conducive conducive to what we have to do as teachers. And so everything that we do in the classroom needs to be um, needs to be purposeful. Or purposeful. I'm sorry. Everything we we do needs to have a purpose to it. And so we're going to set that stage for our students to come back. Um, Kathy, how are you doing? Doing good. Um, doing real good. We've um, my district is one of the first ones in the state to actually go back. So I'm in my second day back in the classroom. Well, without telling us the school district you're in, tell me what area you like, you know. what I live in the Coastal Bend area and around Corpus Christi. Okay, okay. So, and you'd had to go back pretty darn early. We actually went back um, July 16th, and our students were supposed to start July 27th with about 50 so a percent or more, a little bit more, we're going to come into our rooms. My grade level was going to have about 70 that said they wanted to come, which was about half of our grade level divided between the eight teachers. We were going to be able to have 10 or not, you know, nine, 10, something like that. And we rotate. We're um, departmentalized even in second grade. Wow. So um, then the numbers started rising and the second week we were back we found out nope kids won't be back y'all have a whole extra week to plan because it's all going to be online then on friday we found out no if then this was after uh king ken paxton went and did his you know addressed everybody and informed us that no, if children do not have internet connection, no access to technology, they have to be in the school. Wow. That's a lot of quick changes. Day after day after day. So needless to say, yesterday we started uh, class, uh, not class dojo. Sorry, that's what I messaged my parents on. <laughs> classroom. And also have the students in there with us. So not only are we communicating with about, I have between about 20, 25 kids that log on, we record the videos and then we put them into our classroom for parents so they can watch it as they need to. But I also have the 10 students in the classroom. So wow. interesting. Yes, so needless to say the last two days I've been tired when I've gotten home. So I'm really excited about this because I had already, I, I had it last year and it helped a lot in my classroom oh, awesome. with awesome. different issues I was having. I was teaching pre-K last year. So when that's why I reached out to you to see when you were going to be coming out with this so that I could get it 
to use this year. And that was even before, I mean, we knew how drastic change that it was going to be for us this year in the classroom. And like I say, every day we turn around, we're, you see those memes, teachers waiting to see the new email from four minutes ago. I mean, that's right. literally what it feels like. <laughs> and you'll get someone, check your email. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, kind of not knowing what to expect. And, you know, my district, they have a good team put together. And so we just, you know, I know that they're always waiting for the state to say something. You and I teach in the same state. And so we're, you know, we're always looking to see what's coming down the pipes and just to see what we can do. And, you know, a lot of parents are depending on us to, to be back in school. And, you know, there, there's, you know, there, there there's so many components, you know, to something that's never been done before. And so, um, well, let's go ahead and get started. Okay. I'm on day one. And I mean, as I've read this and studied it and even went into the Bible to look at what, um, yes, at where the context was that Moses was speaking and um, he was upset so he goes in and he this one verse deuteronomy 32 2 let my teaching fall like rain and my words descend like dew like showers on new grass like abundant rain on tender plants that really spoke out to me because especially right now our kids have not been in school since march wow. and, and I think about the droughts that we get, especially here in Texas. And when the uh, the rain comes, you can just see the ground soaking it up. And that's what, you know, God is telling us that he wants his words to come and saturate our souls and replenish us. And as teachers, we need to be able to do that because a lot of these kids didn't get a lot of help. So he's wanting us to be that rain that comes down and and provides an education. But in many times, like in my district, it's a title one district and we're more than 85% below poverty. Everybody gets free meals. Wow. So, so they've been without and the ones that are at school without the internet, you know, that they don't have at home, that just tells you, I mean, they're glad to be back. They're excited. And you can see they're just so, so were they excited. Were they excited? Yes. The ones that are in the classroom are very excited. They, they're, they're wanting to participate and they're, I've had kids coloring me pictures, you know, I'm only, they've only been with me for two days but they're already, Miss Tucker, I drew this for you or I colored this for you because they're getting back into that environment again where they know that it's going to be stable, that, you know, they're going to be on a schedule. And I know a lot of times some kids' lives are too scheduled. Not, I don't want to say too scheduled, but they have a lot of activities that keep them very scheduled is what I mean, right. you know. But a lot of the kids that um, don't have that kind of life at home enjoy coming to school. And sometimes it's not necessarily to learn. 
it's to have encouragement, to have structure, to have an adult that, you know, shows that them love. Right. And so yeah. I've always said that, you know, students come to school for different reasons. And before you can get them learning, sometimes you have to meet those needs as we can as teachers. And so that's that's part of that that's part of the mission that we take on when we enter the classroom. And so you have that student, that first student that comes in that's actually there to learn because they're getting all these other um, needs met at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're there to learn, but then you have these other kids that might be coming in to um, to to get fed because you know that's where they probably the only two meals that they have a day. And we have that, we see that, and then you have the other kids. I am I hearing a lot of feedback or something? I my son just came in the front door, but I don't. I, I hear a little bit of feedback, but it's not too bad. Okay, you have um, students that, c- that are coming in for that have emotional needs that need to be met, and so and mm-hmm. you know as our teacher and as our mission, we try to meet all those because sometimes if we don't get past those barriers, these uh, precipitating factors, then we can't get that student to learn because sometimes you know students are coming in with grown folks problems, you know, and it's yeah. no fault of their own. But they have to be addressed and they have to be fixed before that learning process can take place. And the thing with our district is that we are such a, like I said, more than 85% are below poverty. We even get a third meal before they go home. Really? Lunch, and then they get a meal. um, It's called dinner, but, and you, the kids, take it and they're supposed to eat it at school, but they'll ask, can I take this apple home? Things that are non-perishable immediately, right. go ahead, put in your backpack and um, everything. So we actually do feed them three times a day. While we were out, our district took buses every day for a while and gave those three meals out. Oh, so wow. it wasn't a grab and go we had four buses that went to different areas and dropped off so the parents could grab for all their kids. Um, We had the mobile sites, you know, at different schools where they come drive through. So I guess um, the idea behind your district was to meet people that couldn't get to the schools. Yes. Okay. That was amazing. That's amazing. So that was do you ever think that we're we're creating a dependence on the school district? I know. I mean, we have to be nice, but you know, it does because, like, when we loan Chromebooks out to the parents back in March, um, they were losing the chargers, and there was one parent that you could see had posted, "I lost the charger. How can I get another one?" Well, you know, how would you or I get another one was what I thought. But I mean, you just. Right. And so, but not everybody's the same. We've been, we've been blessed with, with the job. Not that, you know, not that we make a million dollars. We still struggle, you know. Uh, we definitely do. And, and we had to 
food was extra during the pandemic as well. And so especially if you have teenagers, we had to feed like triple, quadruple. I'm down to one in the house and he's six foot three and 160 something pounds and five. And I'm not, I mean, he, it's ridiculous how much somebody so skinny can eat. School really helped us out. (laughs) And so, you know, then getting those meals at school and stuff and and everybody, everybody felt it. I mean, this was something that's never happened before. And so, and it happened. (laughs) And And in the the spring, we were just thrown into it. It was kind of like, here, do this app you know, our reading application, Lexia, uh, get on Edmonton for math because we didn't have time. And for our district, even at our elementary level, we were having to do Zoom meetings twice a week with our kids. Mm -hmm. And we were, with pre-K, I was reading and asking questions and going over phonics and, you know, uh, sounds, letter sounds and stuff, just to keep them, you know, going. And, um, I don't think the general public looking at different posts I've been seeing really know what's coming when school starts again, because our parents have seen it now and they're like, I'm ready for my kid to go back to school. This is a lot because of Mm -hmm. all the courses and the books and lives and if you don't get live but and they took all their textbooks home so they went home with oh wow textbook and as we're we're we are having class and we're teaching and we're doing i mean i mean just today was the first day of lessons and Mm -hmm. stuff so it was it was something I bet. I, I, I bet. So I'm going in Friday to mentor students. Well, let's go ahead and finish up. Um, let's go ahead and finish up today. Okay. And, and we'll come back and do a show for tomorrow. And so um, let's go ahead and um, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and pray for the teachers to the classrooms and for discernment because that's going to be important um, moving ahead. Yes. Okay. Okay. Lord, I just come to you and I thank you, Father, for this time. I thank you for this um, devotional that has been given that we are able to really pray for our students and look at the needs of our students as we're going back into the classroom. And I thank you that you understand what each of the needs are of our kids that are going to be walking through our classroom doors need, Father. And I thank you that you're going to give us the discernment to know on what level they are and exactly what it is that we need to help them, whether it be learning or just the compassion and safety that they feel when they're in the school, Lord. And I thank you that as more students start returning to the classrooms, Father, that it's going to go smoother and then people are expecting, Lord, because you're going to be there with us. And if the more of us that pray, I believe the, you know, the safer that the schools will be because you, your promises are always true. Yeah. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 
I want to thank you for being with us today for setting the stage, Teachers 31 Day Devotionals. Okay, I want to see you tomorrow. And um, if you haven't got the journals, order your journals and please share these out to reach other teachers. If you know that you have teacher friends, share this out on your page so they can see them and that they can be blessed. My goal for this is that um, that you're blessed and that you be a blessing in the classroom and that we, the gift that God gave us as teachers, that we're maximizing that and we're changing lives in the classroom. As we go into these, these dark days and the unknowns, we need to be led by his spirit. And that is my hope with this. You have a blessed day and you do that work that you're called to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Kathy. Yes, thank you.